Holy up! I like wrestling podcast! You see what I did there? Are you gonna start? No, yeah. Are you real right now? The greatest general manager! <laughs> Jesus. I'll allow it. That's that's peon moves. <laughs> yep, I like wrestling. Greetings from Parts Unknown. This is your unfriendly neighborhood Glamazon, Tara Marie, and I am here for episode number... 572. And I'm joined by two crazy kids today. Not the normal two crazy kids I'm usually with, but today I'm joined by... The leader of the FBC Army, Kevin Wood. <laughs> and I am also joined by... Beige Benoit, a.k.a. Steph McNasty. Hey, babe. Hey, girl. Hey. So, uh, this was a... uh, Oh, you are outnumbered today, sir. I'm sorry. Oh, if only I was Teddy. Oh, Oh, I'll drink to that one. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Mm. And she's actually drinking. Mm. So, it was a long weekend. And not only just with WrestleMania. No, 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 no. In New Jersey. All throughout New York. Yeah, all throughout New York. And then we had a couple of wrestling shows happening. Just a couple. Nothing too crazy. (laughs) Just a few. Just a few Uh, long days. (laughs) I feel like we had a long weekend. Did you get to hit a couple of shows? I did. I think I hit uh, maybe three shows, four shows. I hit four shows. I hit three with actual matches, and then I did Pritchard on uh, on Monday night. Oh, nice! Which was a, a highlight, and some of those shows were not highlights, but but we'll get into and that. And you did Access. I did Access, and uh, <laughs> can you tell, so for people who haven't been to WWE Access during WrestleMania weekend, can you tell us how that is? Because I've I've never been, but I've I've heard. I um I've this is the third time I've been to Access. This is, I went once as a fan, and then I actually worked at an Access once. Oh, nice. Working at an Access was, was a lot of fun, and there was, like, a period of time where they, they closed Access down, and they had, like, wrestlers walking around, and I got to pee next to Albert. It was great. Oh, that's cool. And, um, Did he have the a Prince, Prince Albert? I mean, I, I, mean, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, you didn't pee. And then, um, <laughs> and then going as a fan. Like he didn't see his Matt Bloom. No. His, uh, his Baldo bomb. And, uh, <laughs> He, no, it, it, you know this. This one, it was it was all right. If you're a fan of um, getting your pictures taken with wrestlers and getting autographs and getting to do sort of like the meet and greet thing, it's great. It's awesome. You get you know there there's like tiers of people that you can meet. You can get VIP and meet like the New Day and Undertaker and Charlotte and all those guys. Yeah. If that's your thing, like like that's great and you should go to it. That's not really my thing. Um, they had a thing where you could take a picture in the original WrestleMania ring. That was all right. They had some matches going on. I got to That's see uh, the Undisputed Era wrestle and stuff. It was great. But otherwise, eh, it was all right. Okay. It's more of a photo op type of deal. Yes. Yeah. Is, it, is it good for, like, kids, kids. and collectors, you would uh, say? Oh, my God. Kids, is, like, <laughs> kids collectors, and guys. stalkers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. If you uh, have weird pictures of Alexa Bliss in your basement, like, that, that is the thing for you. You Ooh. need to go to Access. Mm. I support this. Hey, she also it. she also walked by me into Alexa Bliss man. Roll Tide. That all right. Did not like, sound creepy like at to all. Hear that. <laughs> yeah. And what other show did you hit? Uh, I did uh, I did the G one, 
I did WrestleMania on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I think it's still going on. Just finished. Yeah. Just finished the dark matches. Oh, I can't even. I think that there's still people trying to catch a train there. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. That is exactly true. I feel their pain. Here's the question. At what point does the joke, I think people are still waiting for trains, become funny on Monday? You think it's like Monday at like 4 o'clock, Monday at (laughs) 5 o'clock? It was on Tuesday. I think it's when the last remaining fan finally gets out, like it gets back to New York. That's when it's Because while we were on the line in the pouring rain, he's like, it's not that bad, guys. Like we were at WrestleMania, ha, ha, ha. And me and my mom were just giving him these dust stairs. Like, <laughs> please stop talking right now, I, sir. I you know what, though? I was, it's just like I was trying so hard to stay upbeat because I was like, if I become miserable at this moment and she's seen me in my miserableness, she know that that's not a word. I don't give a fuck. Who cares? Um, she's seen me at that moment and she knows how grumpy I've become. Ugh, so yeah. I tried my best and I, and I did pretty well did on well. just – Trying to be the most level-headed, not pissed-off person. Because I knew eventually a train was going to come, even if it was felt like the Trail of Tears. But eventually we were going to, you know, have a savior of a last train arrive <sighs> to dry us up. But it, was, it happened. It was rough. It was. It took a whole day out of us. I'll yeah, tell you that much. Yes, it did. I think about anybody who was there. Monday every... didn't even exist to me. No. I didn't even know no. what Monday. I did not care it was about Monday. faded. Yeah. It faded to black. Ugh. There we go. Disgusting. Man. But I had a great time at NXT. We did. I had a freaking blast. I did. It was really fun. Great, great show. We did a couple of shows beforehand, though. We did. We did Exhaustion. Evolve on Thursday, which was really fun. Some really good up-and-comers there. Austin Tahiri, a.k.a. Theory, was really good. And Kurtz, that's at LaBoom. Le- that was at LaBoom. LaBoom. <laughs> with uh, WWN Live, the More Than Mania. Uh, we saw Kurt Stallion. I'm pretty sure he's a super up-and-comer, but he was probably the funniest wrestler he I've seen. He was comedy. Yo, just straight hilarious. Loved it. Genius. Uh, Street Profits were there. Sleazy Kyle O'Reilly, which then gave us a nice little undisputed uh, addition Shock to the end the of the system. show. And then we went to Shimmer Friday morning. That was the best. That was honest. I think that was like besides WrestleMania. So, so that who was would my be? So who were some of some standout like guys that you saw like outside of, let's say the realm of WWE that for your first time seeing them like okay, mm. I I wanna I wanna watch them again. And I hope I see them more. Ooh, um, you know at at I mean, at New Japan like the, mine were almost like the old timers. Uh, you know they they had a. a Battle Royal at the beginning of the show, and I got to see like the great Muta for the first yeah. time, and got to see Jushin Thunder Liger for the first time, yeah. and got to see all these guys. That's like that I don't necessarily follow New Japan that closely, but there are enough of legends that I was like, "Holy shit, these guys are great!" Yeah, um, <laughs> and they can still move. And I think this is the first time I got to see an Ibushi match for the first uh, a one-on-one Ibushi match for the first time, and it was. And we'll talk about more about it during G1, but. It was fucking incredible. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. No, you could say, like, Abushi was insanely impressive. That's probably one of my favorite matches of the entire weekend. Oh, but. my God, yeah. And, w- and what about you, Miss Glamazon? Who, who did you love during the weekend? Oh, it was nice to finally see Mercedes Martinez in person. Oh I, I marked out pretty oh I marked out pretty hard for that. You got your liquor license? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, actually, the whole Shimmer show, that show was hands beginning to end. It was amazing and totally worth it. Um, and going to Rev Pro and being able to see Will Ospreay live was pretty fire. 
Yep, it's yeah, just as good say. as on TV. Yeah. To translate. Yeah, it worked uh, out pretty well. I think my, my couple of my favorites was watching Minoru Suzuki for the first time, finally. Uh-huh. I, I, I nerded out. Seeing Tanahashi, I nerded out. Yes, he did. Uh, there's actually a funny moment. We were at the Rev Pro show. I had to use the bathroom. So I'm in the bathroom or whatever, you know, take a piss. I'm washing my hands. And all of a sudden, I hear a guy just yell out, oh, I got to take a shit. And you don't realize, like, what exactly is going on. You're like, why is this guy just going to randomly yell, I got to take a shit? I turn, I look up, and I look at the mirror to see who said it, and it was Rikishi. Amazing. Just there, just yelling out, blurting out, I got to take a shit. I don't know why. It was already a line. He had to wait. So I don't know why he was being that way. But it was hilarious, and everyone laughed. This, Loved it. This reminds me of, uh, I actually also have a uh, wrestler bathroom-related story, besides, besides peeing next to Albert. Uh, Not saying it's <laughs> Prince Albert. About, uh, at... I shouldn't disclose which gym it is, but at the gym I go to in New York, I saw a, I heard a guy shaving his nuts inside <laughs> of a uh, bathroom stall and then watched him walk out of the bathroom stall with that same razor in hand and start shaving his face. And I what? and I watched this happen and watched in shock and then was even more shocked to look over to his left and see Tanahashi's hair. To see Tanahashi, like, do, doing his hair and was, like... <laughs> like, puffing it out. One, this is incredible. New York is an amazing place. <laughs> and two, oh, my God, his hair is amazing. It Good is Lord. so amazing. It's, it's just... It's, it's just so full... It's like an anime character. It's oh. so nice. That's all That's you kept talking racist. about was everybody's hair. You were like, oh, my God, their hair is just so good. Oh, my God, I love their hair. I did not say all that. Yes, you did. Let's relax now. No, but uh, seeing Tanahashi Minoru and, and like, and an actual match together was really fun to watch. And then seeing Walter live for the first time was really great. And honestly, looking at the Shimmer Show, people like the Twisted Sisters, Chris Wolf, like they were insanely good. Like I, 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 the entire Shimmer roster was ins- was, was amazing. Amazing. Like that was. Those are fun matches. Those are the type of things that make you love wrestling because it's not just the big skep- like spectacle of it all. It was you know. Kind of seeing the homegrown feel of it all. It was nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm not mad at it at all. And so let's start off with NXT TakeOver in New York. What, was, what are your grades? What are, what, are you, what are you guys thinking why? What are your, some of your uh, thoughts and opinions of the show? It's, like, it's just like with NXT. They're all so great that it almost sometimes, like, blends together. Um, you know, I saw somebody say that, like, the women's match was was the worst match on that show, and it would be the best match on almost any other show that Very it was true. on. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. I mean, it, that women's match was weird. It had a weird ending to it too. It, it I, didn't feel right for, it didn't for have Shana a Bates full to win. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect her to win. I could have sworn we were gonna have a title change. I thought it was gonna go to Kyrie Sane, even though I could care less. But. She's just a pirate. It's okay. I know. You know it's weird. What's wrong with Kyrie? I don't know. What's wrong, What's wrong with pirates? With I don't know. I don't know. I wanted to be a pirate when I was a kid. Of like, course When they do. were like, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was like, a pirate, obviously. Like, that's not a real thing. You're not Ethiopian. I don't know. I Maybe it was like, I really feel some type of way from <laughs> Bianca <laughs> Belair. You're not Somalian. Nope. I'm not going to nope, I'm not gonna do this. <laughs> and the fact Captain. that Bianca Belair is when they took the L, like, really pissed me off. Yeah. She didn't have to get take the L like that. But whatever. It sucks. But let's start off with. The War Raiders against Aleister Black and Ricochet. War, this war, war. felt and looked like the last match for NXT members, Aleister Black and Ricochet. It's pretty obvious now they're going main roster. They were crying. 
It was so cute. I, uh, I I only got to see brief snippets of the match. I mean, uh, Alistair and Ricochet. It's a it's another in a long line of of these guys that are these amazing NXT performers, and they're going to the main roster. And you hope for the best, yeah. but uh, you don't know if that's a, a realistic expectation. You know, it, it felt a bit like a PWG card with all of the wrestlers that were there. And I was like. My God, I could have seen this in L.A. a few years ago, yeah. and that's how like that's how great it was. Just watching War Raiders in action, really seeing what Hanson's abilities are, especially yeah. athletically, for his size. That's a big boy to be bouncing around. Real big, real big boy. Yeah. Like that was amazing. Like that was fantastic. The, there was one spot at the end when they pinned Ricochet. It looked like that boy's skull was crushed. Oh no! When they power and they gave him that that finisher at the end. I was a little worried. He didn't get up for a while. We were all kind of looking like, okay, is something okay? Is something wrong? They got doctors coming out and everything. Apparently, he was fine. But, God, that was a great match. Like, that was it, just fun. It looked really scary. That was a good way to start it, I'd say, for, uh, for, for TakeOver. But uh, let me move on to Velveteen Dream and Matt Riddle. Bro, 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 bro. You bro. were sliding a bit off your seat. No, Tara, I was I not. The They're it's little. Okay. They're short. I have no idea what you're talking about. What was that? No, they. Nope. They didn't. Nope. Mm-hmm. I didn't. No. None of that. No. This one was rooting for Matt Riddle a little too hard. <laughs> Matt Riddle is just like a. My friend called him like a surfer spider monkey or something like that. Okay. That's good, and it's not racist because he's white. Yeah. Yeah. There, there we go. Yeah, yeah. So it's fine. It's Especially fine. me saying it because I'm white. Exactly. And oh man, just it's great. A- another another comment that I heard about is that like you have so much of like the MMA influence in wrestling these days, and with Velveteen Dream, it's almost like he he sees all that and has done the opposite of it. He's just like a pure professional wrestler. Yeah, he's doing fucking rakes to the back. He's doing oh, all his moves are so fluid. Yeah, it's just he's just. I got to see him uh, live for the first time a couple of weeks ago for for an Evolve show, and it, 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 he's great. And I I hope that he I don't want to say he's the future of the business, but I hope he's the future of the business. He feels like the perfect throwback of rock and roll '80s wrestling WWF, and this indie hybrid that WWE is trying to steal from like the I hate to say PWG again, but the PWGs yes. and and the Evolves and whatnot. So it was really exciting to watch Velveteen Dream just sort of mature a bit more. Like, every takeover, he just gets better. And it's there's not many wrestlers who are able to say that. He's, like, 23 years old. Yeah. Like, this is kind of insane, like, what we're w- watching right now with Velveteen Dream. He's kind of like, a, I don't want to say, he's early Tiger Woods right now. He, gets he hasn't it. got the Masters yet, that is, but he's he early it. Tiger yeah. Woods that is of, of wrestling. fucking tremendous comparison. Like, we're watching disagree. something special with him mature. And Matt Riddle looks like the next one. Like, I would, I would put the universal title on him and be totally fine. Those two guys could main event at WrestleMania. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. 2024, 2025, I don't know what year it'll be. <laughs> They're going to headline a WrestleMania. That sounds scary as hell. Yes, we <laughs> will be old as shit, but, <laughs> but they'll be fine. And then next up, we get Pete Don versus Walter. I, I saw a comparison online for this match. Somebody compared it to, like, the Hulk fighting uh, Wolverine. And I was just like, holy shit. That's a really good one. Can I also say that, like, what a refresher it is seeing seeing Walter. And maybe it's just, maybe I'm I'm 
looking at size too much. But it's so much of I'm never, this, I'm never this wrestling. Oh, I feel good about my size. Shout out to Teddy. Um, <laughs> no, so much of, of this wrestling culture that you were saying that, that like NXT and WWE kind of try to like appropriate. A lot of these guys are, are smaller guys. Yeah. And seeing someone like Walter is such like a refresher of just like, oh, yeah, this dude's different. And this dude's like kind of huge. And this dude just like looks like this dude is like the Aryan dream. Like Hitler would look at this guy. <laughs> <and be> like, <laughs> That's my guy. Oh. Wow. Thoughts oh, and God. opinions of. The thoughts and opinions hey, of I just Kevin don't even want to be associated <laughs> with it like at all. But, you oh. know, okay, continue. He did well. call himself the Ringkampf. Oh. That was a little weird. But, but yeah. It's great. It's a great match. Ooh, I job. love the story of the chops of Walter being broken up each time by Pete Dunne trying to break the fingers. That was the story of the match the entire time, and I thought it was great. The one thing I quickly noticed when we were at, at the show, when Walter came out, barely a spatter of tears. A couple of cheers. A couple of guys were screaming and chanting Walter a little bit, but it wasn't that resounding feel that you got from NXT UK. Yeah. Towards the end of the match, when that thing ended – Everyone was standing up for Walter, and I yeah. think that proves how good he is in the ring, especially in that big of a setting. Oh, yeah. He puts himself over without even trying. It's amazing. He really did. Without the whole Nazi thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we bring General now, so we kind of got that, you know, fixed up for him. Bring General. And then... Uh, the uh, Women's Championship. Shayna Baszler, Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, and Kyrie Sane. Uh you know, it was cute. They, like, had uh, Io and Kyrie be against each other for, like, two seconds. So you're like, are they going to turn against each other? And then it was like, oh, all right, like, it's whatever. And then we lose it to Bianca Belair, to Shayna Baszler. No, it made no sense to me. Like, why are we even here? Uh, I think the only person who actually enjoyed this match was Sonny. Oh, that guy? Yeah. You know why how he feels about For what? Because yeah. he's very into, like, puppies, you know? So Who had puppies there? <laughs> Shayna Blazer looks like a puppy. Puppy pit bull. But okay, whatever. If you wow. Want to uh, oh, 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 hey. Sunny. Sunny. Hey. How's it going, buddy? Really? How are you? How are you feeling? Um, Didn't I'm see feel- you there. I'm feeling good, but uh, I just want to say. Still don't pay me. <laughs> and I never will. And I just want to say I thank you for not calling Shayna Shane. Oh, no, no, no. She just scares me with her chin and stuff. But you know what? She must be a pro. She's a pro at folding blankets. I'll tell you that. She got the chin to hold two of them. She's like, what? Fitted sheets? I got this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But but Shayna's also, like, that's a bad bitch, man. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) You can't say that. Only Tara can say that. Shayna Baszler. I was. Somebody called her better Ronda Rousey, and I was just oh. like, oh, yes. Shayna Baszler wow. is the shit. Oh. Tara, you know what? Hold up. I Tara. almost shit my britches. <laughs> <laughs> Tara, would you, conf- would you confer? Um, concur? Concur. Um, I'm going to give it a concur, Vin. No, that's a dub. We would oh. not. The she is not a bad bitch. No, no. I mean, is she a better Ronda Rousey? She's a scarier looking Ronda Rousey. No, because she's still affiliated with her. It's like I fall, all four of them can go. Yeah. Wow. You don't like any of the four horse women. No, no, because I can't say their names. It's, it's Jessamine. D- mm. Jessamine Duke. Oh, Duke. That's the That's word. Lorena <laughs> yeah, Shafir. Oh, yeah, no. Did, did she call him Janet Jackson one time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, control. Janet yeah. Jackson. Yeah, I can't. Mm-mm. Nope. 
Meryl Streep. <laughs> Shane McMahon. Yeah, I can't. Mm-mm. Shane McMahon. Ron- <laughs> Ronda Lousy. Ronda Lousy. Oh. Wow. That's a beer wow. disc. That's, somebody, a, that's somebody, a bar name. Somebody sell that to fucking Becky Lynch. She'll, she'll use that on Twitter oh, all the Ronnie. time. Oh, Ronnie. Oh, Ronnie. <laughs> oh, Ronnie. Becky Two Belts. I tell you, I was going to come it back to me. It feels like we're about to lose Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane. I mean... I would love Io Shirai to, to get the title, but it feels like they're about to get moved up to main roster for tag title contention. So, quick question. Do you think that's the tag team that Paige may bring up? I do believe. Yeah. yeah. I do believe That it makes is. sense. The, I don't Paige know what yeah. they're called, but whatever. <laughs> okay. I also love the uh, classic, like, oh, we have two Asian people. Let's make them a tag team. There you go. It's fine. They do it with everyone of a particular nationality. Yes. Yeah. Oh, y'all both brown? Tag team. There you go. Both yellow? Tag team. Tag team. You both brown? Puerto Tag Rico. You guys, you guys own a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the shining stars. Yeah, basically. Shout out to our truth and Kobe. You're Puerto Rican? Let's make you a matador. <laughs> like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're Puerto Rican. Let's make it. Oh, my God. I showed him for the first time ever the We LC match. He has never seen it with El Torito and uh, Hornswoggle. Yo, that match is fire. It's <laughs> great. It's the yeah. best match, match ever with the little tiny it's tables, great. the little tiny chairs. Oh, my God. Oh, so it's good. so good. Before the world went PC. It's so like good. It was like a tiny yeah. kitchen, but with wrestling. Uh, <laughs> it was so nice. Okay. Shout out to El Torito. Micro Cole. <laughs> Micro Cole. Micro Cole. I love that. Wow. JB Elf. Jerry the King smaller. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh god, loved it. So I mean, I wasn't. I liked the four way match. I wasn't the biggest (laughs) fan of it. Yeah, you did. I love four ways, (laughs) but I wasn't the biggest fan of it. Felt like sounds exhausting. It did feel like the weakest match of a great card, but it's still probably the best match of any other card. Yes. So that's very true. Yeah, that's me saying that was not to to denigrate that match. It's it's as a compliment to the whole show. Oh, of course, yeah. Compliments to the chef. Exactly. Cooking up the stuff. Triple H. Um, And then we got to Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole in a two out of three falls match for the NXT title. What are your thoughts and why? I think Dave Meltzer jerked off to this match, man. (laughs) 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 He said some comment where he was like, that's the greatest match in North American history. I was just like, really? 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 Like, wow. It was a good match, but damn, like. Yeah. (laughs) I liked it, but. I was timing it the whole time. I was exhausted. You know, I had a long ass day that day. So I was like, all right, cool. First fall, we already got it. That means we got about like 15 minutes to the next fall, like 10 more minutes, so we got this thing because oh, I was this, I couldn't take it anymore. I wanted to cry. I was so tired. Like, yeah, it was a lot. Three wrestling shows in one. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it was ridiculous. Crazy. I so, will never do can, that again. Can, can I just tell you that this pl- uh, that at Jack Dempsey's, we expected only about a hundred people, and yeah. we had about two hundred and seventy-five. Oh my god! And I would tell you, forty percent of them were all out of towners. I mean, we were talking about anybody oh, that pick a city. That's where they were from. Wow. Uh, we had people, and, and I'm not just talking about domestically, I'm talking about internationally as well. We had people from Ireland, Scotland, UK, so on and so forth. It was amazing here. And um, Jack Dempsey's, as always, came through and did what they had to do, but it was an amazing night, amazing crowd, and um, the show was amazing as well. Yeah, it definitely yeah. was. I mean, the whole show was amazing. That match was pretty thrilling, but I got to say, I was not a fan of that last fall. Johnny Gargano kicked out five 
times in that final fall. That was a bit excessive. Adam Cole kicked out about three to four times. A bit excessive in that last match. I mean, in that last fall. I love the match. I think it was great for NXT, and I think it's great in that context. Was it good or was it great? Because I feel like I'm, I'm getting a... It was too it long. Was, no, so no, no, it, no, no. I thought it was, I thought it was great, but it could have been better. So it was good. It wasn't great then. You know, yeah. You know what? I'll say that. It was, <laughs> I'll say it was good, but it could have been great. Okay. I, 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 that's, that's my opinion. I think the whole bringing the Undisputed out, trying to defeat Gargano, and then him overcoming that to win, it was a bit much. I think if the context of this match was Johnny Gargano versus Ciampa, and it was the same sort of you know, layout of the match, but maybe one or two less false counts, then that would have been the perfect match, probably one of the greatest matches of the year. Does the fact that we did not get Gargano versus Ciampa spoil what we had, which was Adam Cole and... A little, because it because that match felt like in the beginning, before that match started, it felt like that should have been Adam Cole. What about you, Kevin? I mean, it's but there's nothing that they can can do about no, it. No, no, I understand that, but like, but the thing is that is it a kind of a letdown that you didn't get Gargano Ciampa as opposed to Gargano? Ah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. It's okay. a two two year long story, and then at the last minute they have to like rewrite the script. It's yeah. It's, same yeah. for you, Tara? Yeah, same. Definitely. Because it was just like, okay, cool. This We can't make it with Ciampa, but let's see. Oh, oh it's Adam Cole because he gets a really big pop. Yeah. Like, it felt, yeah. Like it felt nice seeing Gargano win the title, but I didn't want to see him win the title in that aspect. I would have rather seen Adam Cole win. And then if, depending on how long Ciampa comes back, maybe hold off on Gargano moving up. But if he were to lose, then Gargano should move up. But maybe in this instance, they're looking at Undisputed Era going up. I think... I think that group is ready to go. Tara, at the end of the match when Tommaso Ciampa came out to, to hang out to, to meet Candice LeRae and, and Johnny Gargano, what did you think? Uh, I was actually leaving my section by that time, but we heard the crowd go nuts, essentially. Bananas. And, yeah, and everybody had a loud, I think it was like a sigh or a gasp. Or they just gasp, screech. Aww. Um, and we ran back, and I saw the moment I almost started crying because you feel the emotion for these guys, and you start to connect to them, and you're like, you know, it sucks because he, you know he should have been on that stage. Oh, yeah. And just seeing him there, it's like, damn, you should have been in Brooklyn on WrestleMania weekend. Like you should have been you know? at that match. Like, It should have been y'all, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was like a breaking kayfabe moment, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. That was great. Yeah. Sucked, though. What are you doing, Kevin? I mean, I thought it – I mean, like I said, there, there wasn't much that they could do about it, and it was a great moment. <laughs> And I think that they they almost have to do that storyline again on the main roster. Which would be good. Two. Which do would you be think really it would work on the main roster, though? Might. If you build it the same way with the right writers, maybe. If you build it but the thing is that with that kind of storyline that they had, they had more time I to, mean, to kind of really feed into it. Whereas yeah. on the main roster, they have less time to do more. Because you have to go every single week, no. every three and hours. And everything it. is sped up mm-hmm. on with a higher demand of pressure. Because so. you don't wait three months for a takeover to settle yeah. your differences. You have every t- three weeks, pretty much, to I mean, settle your differences, and it kind of becomes So they got to sell them as a tag team first yeah, and, and then break them up. It, it wasn't on the same level, but, I mean, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, like, had problems, but it, it – Pretty much worked on the main roster, yeah, like, but that's because amazing. they have. That's because their chemistry in the ring sells whatever 
the storyline is. I mean, I think that. I mean, same well, thing with Gargano, Gargano and, and well, Chopper have amazing chemistry as well. Same, same well. thing with them, but I, it because of the fact that it's like doing the same bit with just different players. Mm-hmm. It might be more difficult for them to sell it. That's the only thing. I, I, that's only. That's my only concern. But I mean, stories get repeated all the time, and their stories. But it's going to be far and away, probably a bit deeper than the NXT sh- version of of Kevin Owens but and Sami Zayn. It's going to be a story that's told very soon after Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. So the thing is, there's not a lot of break exactly. in, in, in time in order to kind of give a, a, a better separation. Not exactly. I mean, the Kevin yeah. Owens and Sami Zayn storyline was what 2016. We're not getting Champa back till probably next year. So you could still build another year after that before we get the Ciampa Gargano. Yeah. So you're looking at about a six-year difference between them. That's a whole new different fan base pretty much entering the WWE universe. Okay. So I would, I'm, I'm totally fine with them kind of building that up again. So if you had to give a grade for NXT TakeOver New York, what would you give starting off with Tara? Um, I would definitely give it a B plus. Because I've been to other takeovers in Brooklyn, and I've left with way more emotions. And and I remember when Bailey and Sasha were wrestling; like they just, it just was more impactful. This one just kind of felt just like, oh, I went to NXT. It was cool. Yeah. I, I'll give it an. I actually give it an A minus. I thought the the card was very well built, and I thought there was a really good pace to it. Um, the ending of it was a little shaky, in my opinion. I feel like it was just a little bit too much. But other than that. I still give it an A minus just through the overall part of the show. I thought it was great. I and Kevin would I would literally say the same thing and I would just add it's like I think again with NXT it's like rooting for a team that wins championships every year. You forget how how um great they really are because they perform at such yeah. a great level constantly. Yeah. My life as a Yankee fan. This <laughs> Wait, no no. This coming from the the uh Golden State Warriors fan yeah. that's sitting with us. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord Jesus. Surrounded you know by Knicks fans. Fuck you. Careful <laughs> with that. Fuck words. you, Kevin Wood. Fuck you as a staff record label, as a motherfucking, motherfucking crew. crew. <laughs> if you're down with Kevin Wood, then so fuck, fuck you, you too. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Let's talk about Saturday in <laughs> New York City. Just talking about <laughs> Tara not getting over in this Tara's call. Tara's dying over I've here. I've been sick since Sunday. I'm sorry, guys. The goddamn rain. Who do I sue, though? Do I sue New Jersey Transit or WWE? I would say New, New Jersey, Jersey Transit. Transit. Oh, they get sued. Okay, okay, okay. They got more money. So yeah. I don't get banned from shows. <laughs> actually, actually, you know what? You definitely sue New Jersey Transit because they were already trying to cop a plea and be like, nah, nah, it's WWE's fault. That's why we that, that That's why we that knew they were bullshit. Yeah, we yeah, knew they were yeah, bullshit. Because yeah. they put that shit out real quick on Monday. They need to reimburse us for our Tylenol cold and severe flu. Like, oh. that's what and our emergencies that we purchased yeah. as well. Oh. Yeah. And the dry cleaner bill. Yo, oh, honestly, my God. Honestly, even add, like, just get the most expensive apple cider vinegar and add that shit to it. Yup, too. that too, motherfucker. Yeah. Brag with the two G's. Yeah. Yo, a shot of apple cider vinegar in a a big cup of water. That's right. I'm calling Selena and Barnes now, injury attorneys, 100-888-2020. And you know what? I think one of us might have mesothelioma. So there you go. You have you or a loved one. I'm blaming New Jersey Transit for that. Oh, God. I blame it for everything. There you go. It's true. You know what? The measles outbreak in Brooklyn because of New Jersey Transit. Measles. There you go. (laughs) New Jersey Transit. You know what? Hemorrhoids, New Jersey Transit. New Jersey Transit. <laughs> diarrhea, New Jersey, Jersey Transit. Jersey. ISIS, New Jersey Transit. Wow. <laughs> That's where I draw the line, apparently. Not That's diarrhea. Where you draw the line. Hey, Not hey, diarrhea. hey, hey. You know what? 
my slightly receding hairline. No, no, that's hey, cholesterol. Hey, that's hey, cholesterol. Hey, 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 Nazis, New Jersey trans. There you go. Oh. There you go. Oh. <laughs> it's full circle. Yo. Walter. And you know and what? Walter. They, both, they both start with N. Wow. 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 Uh, it's true. Ringheim. It's deep. It's like deep. Hydra. Hail <laughs> Hydra. Yeah. <laughs> Avengers Head Game in theaters. April oh 26th. And I, have my, I already have my ticket. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. We should we should advertise them because they definitely need the advertising. They yeah. really do. Yeah. Oh, sure. man. Definitely show <laughs> sure, them the love. Sure. Uh, Hopefully they'll advertise us too. They'll do a cross promotion. Yeah, Ooh. right now. Yep, I like Avengers. There you go. We're oh. done. Moving hey. on to Saturday. Uh, <laughs> these two guys went to a show that I have no idea what happened there. I saw like a couple of videos, but um, I'm going to I'm gonna get, yeah, you guys about to nerd so, out. All right, so... For the Nerd it down. So, so, so we're gonna talk about G1 Supercard very quickly because I want to get to the real shit that happened at the Hall of Fame last. So, starting with the boys, the boys, in boys, the room. boys, I'm boys, 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 both boys. these guys, both these guys. No, let me just both say right guys. now, like having a, a battle royal with like Jushin Liger and Haku and. Uh, great Muta and all those guys, Suzuki. and then and then Kenny King winning it. It's like Hilarious. getting a steak from Peter Luger's and then getting diarrhea from Peter Luger's. Oh. But you know what though? And and, and those but of you know you that, what? And those of you who are not familiar with Peter Luger's, Peter Luger's is a very upscale, off the hook steakhouse. Honestly, if I had Peter Luger's and I had diarrhea, I'd be sitting on that toilet eating it, like not eating it, but on the toilet yeah. after oh, eating Peter Luger's, saying, you know what? I just had Peter Luger's. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah, no. <laughs> totally fine. I got fine. to see fucking Liger in the garden, <laughs> man. Yeah. But, like, you know. Like, when are we ever going to see the great Muta, like Minoru Suzuki? In, in, we in literally the won't. It's yeah. A, it's, a once, it's a once in a lifetime thing, man. Um, we probably shouldn't. I mean, the, the, the interesting f- feedback that I got from this was that a lot of people were like, New Japan, their part of the show was amazing. amazing. Ring of Honor, their part of the show kind of sucked that was a that was it's a extremely lot of, lackluster that was i think the street fight with bully ray f- against like flip gordon and his guys it that was okay that was cool but i could have lived without it yeah. a lot of that a lot of the ring of honor matches i could have lived without roosh versus dalton castle was six seconds pretty much yeah it was just uh, it, was squ- it was definitely a squash it was a super squash so match. so let's just break it down like this what is your highlight of g1 supercard god there's so many I know. Okay, but I, I'll, give him a top, top three. three. Give him a top, do a top three. three. Your top three, and and then I have a follow up question after that. So, Kevin Wood, top three highlights of G One Supercard. I think it's getting to see Okada live, seeing him and Jay White basically be like, "Oh, the crowd's tired. Fuck you guys. We're bringing you guys back." Oh, and, and they did. And they fucking did. Getting to see uh, Ibushi live. Getting to see Ibushi and Naito just like <sighs> fucking. Try to give each other CTE was amazing. Oh, oh my nuts are bursting. <laughs> and um, Jesus, sorry. I, getting to see the the triple threat. I can't remember who the other uh, two guys Taiji were. Taiji Ishimori, Dragon Lee, and Bandito. I got to see. I went to the uh, G1 card in San Francisco last Ooh, year. Oh, that's good. And got to was see Dragon Lee against Takahashi. Oh. Masa broke his fucking neck. That was you were the at the Hiromi match. Okay, okay, yes. sorry, sorry, sorry. It was, it was, it's Super my very nerdy just now. Sorry. It is <laughs> my favorite match that let, I've ever. You been. let them live their best oh, nerdy dude, lives. I don't care. Yeah, yo, getting to see fucking Dragon Lee and Takahashi in the Cow Palace was amazing. I love Hiromi and Takahashi. 
it just just like the 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 back and forth of the suplexes but we'll we'll talk about that show another time look dragon lee live is amazing i is amazing it's amazing so good so good <laughs> i just came a little bit i love it because they're like bitch and stuff is like bitch <laughs> Let me tell like, you. Bitch. <laughs> So, 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 uh, Benjamin Watt, will you please give us uh, your interpretation well, of... Well, I would have to say my top three favorite moments. The first one will have to be uh, Kota Ibushi versus Tetsuya Naito for the IDBGP Intercontinental title. Now, that was a fascinating matchup because they were really working hard at the neck. All right, you see a regular voice. All right. <laughs> no, I love that match, and I immediately tweeted out that was the match of all of WrestleMania weekend. Fuck and yeah. we didn't even get to Sunday yet. I was like, I don't care what you give me Sunday. I'm totally satisfied here. I need a cigarette. I don't even smoke cigarettes. I smoke drugs. <laughs> so, oh like, God. that was fantastic. Then you go you go back a little bit. And in the first match, Will Ospreay versus Jeff Cobb. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Just watching, watching Will Ospreay's just pure athleticism rivaling, rivaling that of Ricochet is just fantastic. If, if Will Ospreay ever decides to go to WWE, it will be the day he decides to become two, a millionaire. All like, right. Question: Do you think that the talent at WWE, aside from Ricochet and possibly Aleister Black, can keep up with some of the stuff that Will Ospreay could do in the ring? Yes. Yes. No. No. Oh, as far as WWE guys, yes. Not many. There's some. I that, I I look at what Will uh, Ospreay uh, can do, and and one of the things it it makes me think of Ember Moon, and I and I say that what? I say I say okay. that in disrespect. Ember Moon on the women's roster, I feel like she can do more than what the rest of that division can do. I feel like Osprey coming to the WWE can do more than what the majority of that roster can do. So then it becomes a thing where can you have Osprey tail it back or does he end up do the, doing the flippy shit but constantly be, being buried? I don't think he'll be constantly be buried. I think his attitude and his look gives him an ability to kind of take over certain aspects of WWE. And yes, I, mean, I am talking about NXT. He will be the guy if he NXT, ever goes I'm not there. even counting NXT. I'm talking because about the, well, that's the thing when you have to the, when you look at WWE, you have to look at NXT. No, as but the, the next, goal, but the goal no, is to get to WWE. But I'll, I'll get to it. when you get to WWE, you have to start looking at who is in NXT right now because those are the guys he's going to be facing tomorrow. Yeah. We're not really going to be seeing him go up against Jinder Mahal week in and week not week out. We're probably going to see him going up against guys like Ciampa, Gargano, Alistair Black, Ricochet, uh, Cien Almas, and, and, and what have you. So, yes, I think he could, he could definitely hold it down in WWE, and I think we're starting to get the guys to stay in line with him. But, but, but that aside, like, Talking about like Jeff Cobb, I think he's probably up next to go to WWE. Oh yeah, he's oh, he's someone yeah. who's ready to that go. Like but tabs. also like, I mean, we already touched on Taiji Ishimori, Dragon Lee, Bendito. That was my first time watching Bendito. That dude's insane. I think he's probably one of the best signings Ring of Honor has made right now, and I'm super proud of them for that. Uh, Okada and Jay White brought the house down. I mean. I came home and I was extremely wired. Like oh I had a cup God. of coffee because of how good that match was. I was already asleep. Like the whole fame ended at like ten. Every because like, honestly, you got home could, at one a.m. Like hello. I was ready because we can watch every other show and we could all say at the end of it we were exhausted. That was the only show of the weekend where it ended and I was like I'm ready for more. Like I'm ready to fight myself. Yeah. Like it was so good. I'm ready to fight myself. I I I, I love G1 Supercard. 
if they ever go back to Madison Square Garden, that's awesome. Triple A is going to be going to Madison Square Garden apparently, so if you have an opportunity to do it, do it. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, all in all, at the end of the day, G One Supercard's show was a success. And um, one last question: How'd you feel about uh, Enzo and Cass showing up? It was weird. At I was at the angle where I could see Cass coming in the back. Like, I can see Cass kind of coming in <laughs> over the railing. Pause. 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 And then, like, I didn't – I couldn't see Enzo that much. I saw his hair flapping around when, the other, when, like, the Briscoes were fighting him. So that was a little weird. When we first – when you first see it at that moment, you thought it was a complete shoot. Yeah. You did not realize, like, what was going on. You thought those were just fans kind of invading. Wow. And then you look at the screen and you look at the replays on YouTube and whatnot, and you can kind of see it looking more like a work. I mean, that and the fact that, like, when you look at Bully Ray and, and Cass, like, punching each other, they're clearly throwing, like, working punches. Yeah. And the moment that Billy, that Bully Ray grabbed Enzo and spun him around to throw him into the ring, uh, the, the, I think it was the guard. The, into the guardrail? Uh, the guardrail. I knew that was a work. Because... Yeah. It was obvious that they only do that when when it's working, you know, when they work. Yeah, so, it, it yeah. looks like Ring of Honor signed Enzo and Cass, which is smart. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, they 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 got a lot of shit about it online. Um, I think that it they they should try to fucking they they should sign them and they should see how how they turn out. You know, Enzo and Cass, they they need to prove themselves outside of WWE. They need to do what like Cody's done and what Drew McIntyre's done, what all these other guys that uh, that for one reason or another WWE gave up on them. Yeah, and they had to go elsewhere and and fucking prove it. And neither one of them has been proving it. Like that's not in anything that's like en- Enzo looked like he didn't even want to go back into wrestling. He just wanted to be like a reality TV star. But Cass, I, guess, I guess he realized that he went through a work. lot. <laughs> but Cass went through a lot as well with with his health issues. But now he's back, so that's that is good to see when and it comes Cass, to Cass. Cass looked like he was in pretty decent, uh, pretty good shape. Yeah. Hopefully, he's there mentally because we know he had a lot of issues before leaving WWE. A lot of yeah. kind of about like a, a lot of enemies. It seemed as if when he was out the door. So yeah. we'll, we'll 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 see how it works with them. It was, it was a good move by Ring of Honor, in my opinion, to, to bring him in. So from one run-in to another run-in. Let's <laughs> Which was legit like five minutes within, within themselves. Exactly. We go to the Hall of Fame at the Barclays where the Glamazon was. Yeah, I was there. And Tara. Yes. Um, before I ask you about the moment in question, uh-huh. I want to also say that Curvin, shout out to Curvin, yeah. who got on some of the footage and posted that shit up on our Instagram account. And listen, we got like almost... 140,000 views. Yikes. Yeah. Oh, man. From some the of the footage market? we put up of, uh, of some of the stuff that happened at the Hall of Fame. Those are Brazzers numbers, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah all I needed. mean, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> don't pretend Shout like you out don't to know. Tara's dad. <laughs> we try to keep her innocent, but you know she's lying. <laughs> um, so, Tara. Three please. holes for this. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. 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 Is it three or is it two? Because I don't this know. This guy's she needs. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> get buried alive <laughs> in oh, jizz. Oh my God! Can we go home? <laughs> All right, sorry. All right, guys. Ser- seriously, um, <laughs> I hate y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. So, well, yeah, we, 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 we always lose. So, oh, I'm joking on my baba. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. No, it's not a pipa. Oh, but, God. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Go. Oh, fupa. But, um, so, tell us about the Hall of Fame. Um, it was white. It was very, there was a lot of, uh, it was interesting. I don't know. So, I went there by accident. I wasn't meant to go. My friend the same day was like, hey, girl, I got an extra ticket. I didn't know I was going either. I'm leaving the Mets game right now, like, and I'll meet you there. So I wasn't prepared mentally to get there. And I saw that they, the minute I stepped in, I saw that they changed the stage, which felt like it was a great idea until whatever happened with uh, Brad. Which you'll get to in a yeah, second. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that one or whatever. Um, but they kind of lost the crowd with Hulk Hogan. Oh, of course they did. They lost the crowd heavy with Hulk Hogan. Um, everybody got up. It was like a crazy bathroom break. So, unfortunately, the barber didn't get as much attention as I feel like he would have gotten if he just would have been inducted by himself without. But, but Does Bruce the fucking barber really deserve that? That, to me, is oh like a atrocious. That is a bathroom break in and of itself. Uh, they yeah. gave people an intermission. They were like, here you go. Here's an intermission. How you put somebody who was the bathroom break into the Hall of Fame? Oh, like, uh, wow. yeah. Wow. I'm sorry. Brutus Barber sucks. Who gives a shit about him? Yeah, it was Brutus super weird. fucking barber beef. I thought I was going to feel that way about Tori Wilson, too, but she was, like, super cute. So, super so quick yeah. question. Yeah, who was on first as being inducted? The Hockey Talk Man. Okay, so I saw that not live, but I saw that later because I, I saw bits and pieces in different, at different moments. I thought Hockey Talk was very interesting by the fact that he put over WWE a lot in that in that speech. But it just felt a little weird. Like, all right, bro, we get it. WWE <laughs> is, you're, you're, you're grateful. I mean, did you get that sense in the crowd? Uh, that whole thing just felt very forced. Like the random girl in the background dancing. and Playing, yeah. pretend she was <laughs> Sherry. Yeah it, it, yeah, it wasn't, I didn't so care awkward. for that. Yeah, it was super awkward. And I was like, where are we going with this? And then Stacey Keebler saved the day with her legs. It was crazy. She just swooped in. She just swooped in like, hey, guys. Like, yeah. How fucking crazy was it that Tori Wilson's dad died the same day? It was so sad. It was a couple days earlier. She said two days. It was two days? She said two days ago. The news didn't break till the day of. Oh, okay. But it was a couple days She said two days, and that's when I first started crying. And you know, I don't cry. I don't have emotions, you know? I'm a gangsta-ass bitch. But, like, not with dads. You know how I feel about my dad. So... When she started talking about him, you just saw everybody just started getting choked up for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, are you look confused. Her, her dad died last I thought he died 16 years ago on SmackDown. No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, I hate you. How? Oh, man. Kevin, for real, uh, you, know, you know what Kevin stands for? Uh, Keep kayfabe alive. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the me, <laughs> Seriously, though, we need to put out an APB, uh, a warrant for Don Marie. Who's behind all of this? We we all know. Wow, it was her. she's a suspect. Oh. She's a suspect. Did it again. That Don Marie. Did it again. I don't know this guy FBI. Sonny just makes me hang out with him. I'm <laughs> just saying. No, thank you. You know what? Those are the thoughts and opinions. Of wow, we got a Kevin disclaimer Wood, today. Yeah, and they do not represent the thoughts or opinions of Yep I Like cool. Wrestling, it's even cool. though they are kayfabe. Associate. It's, it's cool. I'm white. The FBI will leave me alone. Wow. Oh. You know what? We're used to it. But anyway, uh, moving on. Yes. So after we had Tori, we had. 
Wait, can oh. I just say one last thing about the Tory thing? Oh, that, God. that puberty line, man. That was best. Fucking Yo. tremendous. That's one of the best oh. lines of the night. Oh. That was so, so good. Gross. Y'all are so nasty. Good. You guys are na- Boys are nasty. L. Judgment Day 2003. That's all I'll say. And she knows <laughs> that everybody's nasty. Like, it's gross. Yeah, it's she, totally fine. She knows, she I wonder how many people have told her that, too. That's probably which, why she That's why she said it. She's like, people actually said, like, you were great for my puberty. Blech. Puberty. Oh, yeah. Puberty. Um, I, it was a lot was. of people. Hey, fuck. And y'all are nasty. Was. And y'all had to wait for the pictures to download back then, we right? Did. Like, there was, oh. You had to get, like. There was maybe DSL. Eighth by eighth for of the, the record. picture. <laughs> like, we got boobs. Boobs. Like. <laughs> for the record, borders still existed at that point, guys. You wow. Think, you know, you just, you get, you get the magazine. Yeah. You take the other magazine. You put it inside the magazine. And yeah. You just find a corner and you just, you know. Do what you got to do. Yeah. I'm not, oh. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, well, I, I would look, I wouldn't do anything else. I'm just saying, like, you know, or maybe take a look. Can Wait. we say boobs, Sonny? Can, can we say boobs? boobs? <laughs> I don't know. We got to check. Can we say boobs? Can, can we say boobs? Boobs. To, to, boobs? To everyone in the truck, can we say boobs? That thoughts. That th- <laughs> <laughs> hey, can we say boobs in the truck? Uh, can, hello, can we? Bazoongas. Titties. Puppies. Knockers. Puppies. Chesticles. Hooters. Hooters. Yeah. Wow. This guy's Lockers. Honkers. Honkers. Wow. Honk, honk. (laughs) (laughs) So then we also had, after all that, we had actually... Actually, know it. No, we had Bret Hart. No, but I want to save that for last. You want to save that for last? (laughs) Can you dig it, sucker? That I'm not from Harlem. I'm actually from fucking Houston. I'm sorry. That was good. good Listen, I'm sorry. I have an issue with Carmella saying she's from Staten Island when she's from Boston, and I have a I have an issue with Harlem Heat being from Houston when they're actually saying from there, they're from Harlem. He's also mad at the Undertaker not being from Death Valley. And <laughs> he's so mad that Kane's not his brother. It's kayfabe. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. But I will so. say I love their speech. That was great. It was Except so good. Except for the part, I mean, well. I kind of loved their speech, and then they started putting Hogan over, and I what was like, "What the fuck is that?" And 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 here's the thing. And Arn Anderson. I Arn Anderson made sense because he just got fired, so I get but it. But you know what? I wouldn't have been surprised if they said Oli. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, the actually didn't they say Oli? Yeah, they did they say Oli. They talked about Oli. They talked about Oli, talked as, about well. Oli as well. So Yo. I mean, it was it was a thing where it was a. Uh, a redemption moment for some dudes mm-hmm. like Hogan and Ole Anderson. I don't know about you know. Hogan's I, I, got a lot more to do before he's redemption. No, no. I mean, no, dude. Trust me. I am yeah. like what community. Hogan, Hogan doesn't get a pass. See, <laughs> if we're gonna get deep real quick, Hogan's biggest fuck up was that he didn't ever handle it properly. But that's all. He's never apologized completely. No, no. He's apologized for being caught on tape, not for apologizing for, for what he said. What he said. I'm sorry you caught me. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're going to talk about niggers, please make sure no one's videotaping you or recording you saying the word niggers. While you're That's fucking a- that friend's wife. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, my God. But, um, Great guy he is. Yeah, so, uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, there was certain things about it that was cool. Certain things that were about it was a little bit confusing. But uh, moving on, you know, we also had Sue Aitchison, who went up and, uh, and received the Warrior Award with... Dana Warrior and John Cena. What was oh, that the big award? I will tell you this right now because I am. I have a tendency to be a little bit of a bitch. 
Okay. Really? I I teared up a lot. Of course. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was very touching because of the fact that this woman is someone who deals with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So that means she has an interaction with hundreds of children. And some of these children are children that end up not making it. She said that the majority have made it, have survived, but at the same time, you have to deal with um, many moments when the children do not. Mm. And I'm a big sucker for a kid. I, I hate seeing a child that's hurt or sick and it takes a strong person to handle something like that and then keep it moving. And you know what? She deserved more than just the, the Warrior Award, I mean, to be honest with you. But um, it was definitely a moment that actually got me choked up, especially when she brought up the, um, the young gentleman that calls her now grandma, which was kind of oh, dope. Yeah. You know, it was, it, was, it was a cool moment. And um, it, was, it was definitely that feel-good break in the show before you brought up some before you know you had DX come on but um let's keep it moving before we get a little too emotional right now this guy's <laughs> about to cry oh my god oh yeah 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 I'm, I'm a big fucking soft I cried all weekend you should have seen me you when died? Co- you did you cried yeah you should have seen gr- me when Kofi went too oh my god <laughs> <laughs> all of but us that's how everyone was yeah. yeah except that I also had to pee really badly so I felt bad so I had to like run to the bathroom after the match ended <laughs> no idea what it's like like holding your heart in like one hand and like Dick yeah. together. Yeah. Do it all the yeah. time. Every time. Anyway, time. let's let's get back to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh guys. Speaking, speaking about holding what? <laughs> Degeneration <laughs> X. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. um Can we say Dick? Dick. I, I don't know. Dick? Uh in the back, can, in the truck. Can, can we, we say suck dick? it? Can we say dick? dick? Penis? Can we say suck it? Suck it? Dick. Wonker? Wonker? Penis. Jimmy John? Oh, I just dropped my phone. <laughs> so, so real quick, let's talk about DX. Thoughts on this on this speech? I think it was great. I have no complaints about that speech. Funny, each one had a good little part to it. Mm. Loved it. There was emotion. We brought up China. Yep. Yeah. Definitely they, deserved it. They found a way to like very, like, they balanced out like having fun and being funny and being the DX that we think we th- that we remember. But also, a they're fucking old as fuck now, and Yo. b like the, they managed to like pay really good tribute to China. They mm-hmm. did it so well and so classy. And she and she was like, it felt almost like she was like the star of that Hall of Fame. Like, yeah, she was the one that everyone was talking about. It felt like a China tribute party. Yes, yeah. and, and 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 it's funny because it just some of the stuff that was said said the way it was said uh, regarding the the real. Joni kind of makes you kind of say, all right, you're saying, you know, to her sister, you know, the real Joni would would have loved this. And that right there kind of exudes, there's a lot more layers to this shit than any of us will ever know. Yeah. 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 You know? Very true. I also loved not just only like the the moment and the tributes of China, but these kind of little Easter eggs they were throwing out about AEW with like mm. Billy oh Gunn, my God, with yeah. Billy Gunn standing there and Triple not H calling, letting him talk, not letting him talk purposely, <laughs> yeah. but almost like as a joke the whole time. And then but Triple, still H, with shade. Triple H calling it a pisshead company. Like these also, are some cool little moments that you just kind of laugh at. Triple now, H like really went in on that too sweet thing. I was just yeah. like, oh, yeah. this is like. 
this is like how like, he really feels. Yeah, like, like, it was yeah, some yeah, real that, Triple H. That, 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 that was a real suit. But the emotion of Triple H a bit was really was really great too because. This was sort of his first time getting inducted, in. and you saw him kind of crying a bit when they talked about Stephanie. It was the first time yeah. we actually saw like Emotion. the fourth wall with them two. Yeah. We never see the fourth wall. We kind of get this said, fake forever. Fourth wall. I yeah. was crying. Yeah, I cried what? at home too. You know yeah. what? You know what? I ain't afraid. I was jealous because I was like, "Damn, that's a dope ass line." I gotta make sure that I can use that shit forever. Legacy. <laughs> 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 A couple of the emotions. If that they, is your they, vows, I swear to God. They got forever. I got three holes. <laughs> <laughs> but I make the whole movie like, Tara, three holes. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> you got wow. Becky, two belts, and Tara, three holes. Great. That's right. Awesome. Yo, you know what? Triple hole. Triple hole. <laughs> triple hole. I am now like, single. Thank you. Something I got to say, though. Um, in, in the last episode that we did, we talked about uh, G1 Supercard. Um, I kind of brought up something about working relationships between myself as a promoter with other promoters, blah, 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 and how I feel the way that some of the other wrestling promotions probably deal with WWE. The fact that they reference AEW so much on this definitely leads me to believe they're a lot cooler with each other than people believe. In, in all actuality between the people at ADW and WWE. Because you wouldn't give that kind of shine as indirect as it is, regardless, unless you guys have a decent working relationship or at, at least a certain level of respect that you guys would acknowledge each other. I, Let, let's see how that story unfolds when the contracts start coming up. Yeah. That's really say. where we're going to know I mean, yeah. if there's when, a good working relationship. When the contracts start coming up, when AEW actually is on television, when yes. they're actually like promoting weekly events, it's that's not gonna when... Be, it's not going to be a problem until the time comes when they're both on television on the same day. I don't know... But I doubt that's ever going to happen. Yeah. Cody Rhodes is very smart, and he's he's already stated he's not going to do what Eric Bischoff ever did. He does not want them to have the same nights fighting against WWE. He even promoted the fact that they were not doing anything during WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. So I think he's showing a lot more respect towards WWE than people realize. Yeah, But exactly. I think kayfabe-wise, it's, it, it's a lot of jokes going back and forth. But we're really going to know – when the first big free agent of WWE decides to go to re- to go to AEW, well, I'm not counting that. Jericho. It, it, Jericho's it, a bit older, but yes. I'm talking like a guy like a Rusev or like a or, or a Shinsuke or if the or revival Brock leave, like even. Uh, yeah, guys who are like this dude could be our champion. They make us money. They sell our merch and T-shirts, and they said, you know what? I'm going to go at AEW instead. That's yeah. when we're really going to know. Successful I don't think we know yet. One is successful all, but that's just my feeling on it. Um, oh, of course. So that's not how they feel. No, no, yeah. I, I got you, but I that's just my feeling on it. But uh, Like if Shasser Banks says I'm going to AEW, imagine what that does. I have a feeling that WWE's down to be done with her anyway. <laughs> so, that's still a thing. Yeah, yeah but you got to realize I, how big of a yeah. name that is going it's to a, WWE. It's a, going big, to AEW. it's a big name, but I think there's plenty of plenty more big names for them to have. They just bring up Bianca Belair and boom, you don't even miss Sasha anymore. Oof. Basically, kind of I mean, they basically they basically Ooh, same yeah. character. Girl, yeah. uh huh. And we've already said Bianca's Better. way more natural at yep. that than Sasha yeah. was. Yep, that's easy same fix. Same character, different hairstyle. Yep, it's an easy oh. fix, bro. Yeah. 
So, all right. She's black, son. You can't talk about the hair. So, now that we got that out the way. Take a second. You ready? (laughs) You ready? Like that catch, I was like, ah. Yes. Good catch. Thanks. All right. Now that that we got that out of the way, now let's rewind and talk about the shit that really fucking popped. (laughs) (laughs) She said, Terry, tell us what you saw. It was so funny because it felt like everybody was kind of falling asleep during his speech because Bret Hart, he doesn't, like, captivate the audience when he's Never reading has. off a script, Never too. Did. Like, it's so bad. Whoa. So everybody was just kind of, like, restless. And then all of a sudden, you see him, like, his little old body in the air, like, no. <laughs> Bret Hart and then you see Natty, like, no. Bret Hart doing a good promo never has Never was, never will be doing a good promo. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Come and on. And on that note, I will allow the shit out of that. Because you know what? I've had so many, peop- so many people tell me, yo, Bret Hart's my favorite wrestler. And I was like, really? He's boring as shit. Yeah, I, I've never been a Bret Hart fan. I'm sorry. Hate me. Send me hate tweets. But a lot I'm of people said, like, Jim Neihardt was, like, the personality of that tag team. Oh, yeah. And, like, that's what all the interviews are about. They were barely talking about Bret. I think that felt more like a tribute for, yeah. for them, right? So, so those, so those of you that do not know what happened, a 26-year-old fan by the name of Zachary Madsen decided to. He's mad son. Yeah, he too, for real. Knee slapper. He decided to take his dumbass under the ropes and go and tackle Bret Hart while taking Natty down with him, and at that point, every other wrestler that was front row that proceeded to run into the ring. And beat the living fuck out of him. Loved no, it. And it I'm talking about like, you know. They were like, I finally get to actually hit somebody. I was hey. dying to hit a bitch. Ron Strowman was giving him these hands ready. Shit, everybody did. But you know what was the most devastating part of that entire moment? Dash Wilder. Yeah. Yeah. My man he said, yeah, like you just saw a chicken pot pie for the first time. Yo, I didn't think he was going to actually agree with me, so I'm very surprised as well. <laughs> but that uppercut, like, I was like, that boy yeah. is dead. Walk us through that. Um, I couldn't see it from where I was sitting like that, but when I was watching the replay on the Yup Instagram, I was like, oh, my God. But I think it's because we were – everybody in the arena was just more shocked as to what had happened. Like, you could just see. And then they just – some like some of the men went into like they went to perfect like formation. Some of them took care of the guy, and the rest of them were like f- checking on all the girls and the kids. Like they were like, oh, "You got this one, you got this one. Where's the where's Zelina? Where's this?" I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like they are not playing they games. Are a like, they were efficient and they took yeah. care of each other. And except for like the old people, they did not give a damn about them <laughs> old people that were sitting there. They were like, "Leave them. It's too late for them anyway." Because half of those guys were like, "Yeah, I did that at the Texas Superdome a couple years ago." Yeah. They got so interested. It wasn't outside at that moment. Yeah. <laughs> I whooped his ass faster than a rascal get stabbed by a bear trap. I'll tell you And boy, no one's damn. tuxedo ripped. That's what I was waiting for. I was like, somebody gonna rip out of their clothes because the way they were flexing in these <laughs> tight ass shirts. <laughs> Shout out to those tailors, man. Yo, Yo seriously. Yeah. This just was double stitched. And then it's like, I don't think they showed it on camera, but like Kofi's sons were on top of their chair, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah! He just asked yeah! Like, like they didn't like try to shield those boys or anything. Like those boys knew what they were watching and they were up for it. No, it was amazing to see, like, all the wrestlers band together like that because it kind of just – it was that – 
that caffeine shot we needed. Yes. Because everybody was kind of di- dipping out, and uh, whoever that asshole was in a fake Bob Marley dreadlock cap that they sell like in Jamaica to tourists, like because they love being racist. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that was, but even like you can even tell like the policemen, they like they were getting their hits off on this they guy. They were. They were. Like everybody was so happy. And to nobody hit knows how to brutally beat someone up like the NYPD. Uh, I'm oh. just kidding. We love you, NYPD. You guys are New York's finest. Oh. I I will say one that Dash Wilder punch was a straight up like prison shame. That was a real <laughs> prison. <laughs> Yo, the way he uppercutted that kid and just walked away smooth as eggs. Yes. The way he walked away it was amazing. Smooth as yeah. scrambled eggs. No, no, no. It was an I, I see smooth. some shit like that since I was in. My, my old neighborhood. <laughs> oh. This is back during the time of the scorpions in the West Side Story. We're Real fighting each hard. other, oh. so let's remember that. No, also like I think like now that like the oh grease lightning, oh grease lightning. This fucking no. I I think like some stuffs come out about that guy since he's some like unknown MMA fighter and. He had, like, a Twitter account or a YouTube account where he was just, like, he was, like, complaining about the women main eventing WrestleMania every day. He was one of those. Yeah. He's just, like, one of those, was, like. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of stories coming out about him. Yeah. One, one, one of those, stories. like, psycho dudes that yeah, just still like live in his Yeah, he's, like, 4chan come to life. He, he oh, was thanking God. this man for WrestleMania 35. Then he was also, um, he also has some other cases of uh, of harassment towards other MMA fighters, so, so some other stuff like that. I mean, basically. So, do you think some of these guys like recognized him? Well, I mean, it's kind of hard to recognize a white dude with a dreadlock Rastafarian thing. I mean, yeah, depending on where you're at, yeah. you might be able to I don't yeah. think any I mean, of them recognize the, him. That was the thing that threw, like I started showing it to other friends that I knew, and they're like, "Wait a minute, he's a white guy. What's up with the dreadlocks?" Like they saw the dreadlocks, they're like. What the hell? Because he had a fake dreadlock hat on. Yeah. So it was like totally like, what the hell's going on? So it seemed. Poor Brett. That, that's what made it seem like a work because he was wearing some outrageous shit. And yeah, then, like if he was like from like Adam Rose's. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then all of a sudden his dreadlocks the went buds? flying. Oh, the rosebuds, it's true. Yeah. And so like the dreadlocks went flying with the hat and it was like, oh no, that dude's just an idiot. Just beat his ass down. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was. Kind of hard to figure out what, what the hell's but going on. But there's, like, nothing funnier than, like, a person who's getting jumped and they don't know why. Like, you ever seen that? Somebody getting jumped and they're like, why are you guys doing this? Like, I've seen that so you see, <laughs> All you do is see. We're from the Bronx. Yeah. You well, see the, I'm from East Harlem, so yeah. yeah. You see the confusion in Brett's eyes as he's going down? Like, what's happening? And he's, <laughs> and he's Canadian, so yeah, yeah, it makes sense. He's like, why? What's, a? what's why? happening, e? I, I feel like I'm falling down, Put the, e. like, put, like, the Curb Your Enthusiasm music on <laughs> He just got Vince just standing there. Oh, like, my, oh my God. God. You know what? We need footage of that yeah. shit again with Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, oh going my God. There you go. There you go. Life coming <laughs> at you <laughs> like. <laughs> and then you got Natty midway in the air. Like, you're probably wondering how I got myself here. <laughs> All, like, falling. Like, hey, you guys. Like, <laughs> but on the, on, on the serious tip. Yo, Natty was taking swings at homeboy too. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, what, motherfucker? <laughs> like, so you're interrupting bad. my introduction from my father? Like, I, come on. I heard something that, like, even, like, Maria Menunos like, got in the pile and was, oh like, trying God. to take shots at No, everyone got yeah. out of their seats. Everybody like, rushed that beat fucking the shit out of them. Yeah. yeah, everybody was trying to take to get And then, like, the New Day secretly just, like, act, pretend to accidentally punch Hulk Hogan. Like, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that happened. 
happened, man. Jeez. I just saw white. I'm sorry. I just saw white. We're going yeah. for him, son. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new day. Yes, it is. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, I mean. Uh. Yeah, somebody and everyone pretty much stuck to kayfabe like when they were in the hall of fame because they were getting like cheered and booed and all of that i loved the miz and maurice and shane and his wife yes oh it was great that shit was amazing it was so good new day and daniel bryan the new day and daniel bryan was really good i i really i i loved all that stuff that was amazing so but um all in all if you were to give the hall of fame for this year a grade or actually, you know what? Better yet, instead of a grade, um, let's say what did you? What's the grade that you thought you it was gonna have, and the grade you would and you gave it after you saw it? So starting with Tara, what you thought it was gonna be, and then what you um, thought? I thought it was gonna be a strong C, just because everybody else I really didn't care about except for like DX and China, and it was a B plus, A minus because I actually enjoyed it. Like the content was good, yeah. just like not who got inducted. I could care less about besides like DX and Harlem Heat. Totally got you. Yeah. Same thing. Beige. Uh, thought I was probably gonna give it a D. Only people I really cared for was Harlem Heat and DX. Mm. Uh, but I would give it a B. I thought this this Tory Wilson speech was really powerful. I thought it was great. DX was better than we imagined, and I loved the Harlem Heat just as much. Like I thought they were great. Okay. And what about you, Kevin? I mean, I'm going to be like the comic book nerd here and say it gets like a, I thought it was going to be a C and it was a C. Like, it was fine. It just felt like, I don't know if it was because of the G1 or because like what it was, but just, or because of all the, the like two time the second time inductees or whatever, it just felt like it was just kind of like an afterthought with everything else going on. And it, the DX stuff was nice. It felt like that should have been a bigger deal than it was. I, I don't know. Um, so in other words, a C and a C, a C and a C. Okay, so it basically didn't. Right, it's a, it's it was a forty you? degree day, like as a Stringer C- Bell would say. Yeah, like a C okay. plus, B minus. Okay. And you, Sunny? I, you know what? I thought it was going to be a shit show. I thought it was going to be like an F, to straight up. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't. I I didn't think they. Would, even going with DX, I didn't think they were going to do as well as they did with China. Yeah. Um, Harlem Heat. I, I felt like I, my initial impression was, you know, what we already did, we already got what we were going to get with Booker T, better than I thought. Um, Honky Tonk, I actually liked it, even though it felt forced, yeah. because I, I was a Honky Tonk, well, not a Honky Tonk fan, but <laughs> it was, it was a thing where, you know, Honky Tonk was someone that I hated as a kid, so I had a reason to have an, an, uh, an investment in. In his in his speech, you can't it say was, you were in your early thirties. It's fine. Fuck you. <laughs> and then, um, you know, it, I mean, for the, as a whole, I thought the show was an A. I thought it was gonna be an F. I give it an A because I actually enjoyed it. Also, it didn't last five granted, hours. Granted, I will say this, and it didn't last five hours. Yeah. Also, I will say this, I didn't see it live. So I kind of worry if that's why I kind of was asking you guys a lot of questions about it. If it was, if it translated as well on the replay. No, they cut out a couple of things. So and they made it because like, Tara. Is they the made person, it shorter. Yeah. yeah. So Tara is the only one that saw it live. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know that. I gave it an F, even whether it would have been live or not. Seeing the final product, I gave it an A. Yeah. 
but given if I'm giving Tara, if I'm giving you kind of like my interpretation of this, me seeing it, be, thinking before and after, would you think that my grade would stay say the same? Oh no, yeah, your grade would stay the same. If not, if it was even better, because then you got to see all the fun stuff. Oh yeah, the stuff, getting the stuff that they edited out. Like, so, exactly. yeah. you, think, you think I would have gave it like an A plus? Yeah, yeah, because you wow, would have seen them okay. band together and be somebody's ass during the segment. But, okay. but but they edited that so perfectly that yeah, you could yeah. barely tell where it was. The only thing you can tell is the fact that Bret Hart's hair. hair is messed up. His hair gets fucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. see the we see the gray the gray hair the string the strand of gray hair. just like yeah. hanging. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was and it was it was funny because right when that moment happened with the Bret Hart. Literally two, three minutes later, that's, that's when the Enzo and Cast moment yeah. happened. So we're texting each other at both events. Like she's texting me, like, "Oh shit, somebody just tackled Bret Hart." I'm like, "What? That's crazy." I look up, Enzo and Cast. I'm like, "Yo, Enzo and Cast is fucking up the Ring of Honor." And she's like, "What? what? That's, that's crazy." crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. So then, in the middle of all that shit, while we're here watching the G1 Supercard at the viewing party that we did over here at Jack Dempsey, I mean, over there at Jack Dempsey's, the <laughs> funniest thing <laughs> that was going on was that. We're bugging out saying, yo, what the fuck is going on today? So we're kind of like getting paranoid, like, oh, my God, somebody going to fucking take over Jack Dempsey's and beat <laughs> us. Nobody so, likes you that much, Sonny. Oh. Nobody hates you that much. I'm sorry. Oh. No, oh. But, yo. I, I actually, actually, there's a lot of people. That's that true. Yo. Yeah. Actually, that's great. Him? Have you met him? Yeah, he doesn't true. pay people. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. His glass door reviews suck. What? Somebody <laughs> beat, somebody's yo. beating up Sonny at the viewing party. Yo. <laughs> That's crazy. Actually, there's people I used to pay that do hate me that as much too. So that's Yo. why I don't pay you because I figured maybe let me try not paying you. Maybe that'll work. Wow. So anyway, um, uh, no, but seriously, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was wild. But for a lot of the stuff that went on this past weekend, a lot of the highlights, make sure you go check us out on Instagram at yepiow. So um, any last words on this past weekend? Uh, if you ever get the chance to experience WrestleMania, don't just do WrestleMania. Do the indie shows that come with it. It is fun. It is a great atmosphere. And it's a different kind of vibe. You just kind of get to enjoy wrestling at its purest form. So definitely do it. Sounds good. How about you, Kevin Wood? Uh, to piggyback off of that, go see a fucking New Japan show as soon as you can. <laughs> They're yes. in Dallas in, like, July, I think. Just the, For the G1 Climax. Yeah, uh, Dallas is fine. There's, like, strip <laughs> clubs and steers. It's great. Yeah. And uh, especially go watch a Dragon Lee or a Bushi match. Yes. What the fuck are you doing? Go do that right now. And, Sarah, for your final word. If you go to WrestleMania, take an Imodium to make your life easier. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's Matt the best Drew. advice I can give Matt you. Don't Lock it up, bro. Block it up. <laughs> Don't go to WrestleMania in New Jersey. That should be the fucking lesson. Yeah. <laughs> if you go but if you do, take an Imodium so you don't have to use the bathroom. And a car. <laughs> and, and a car. And a car. Yeah. <laughs> Preferably a helicopter. Charlotte knew what she was doing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So that is a wrap for episode 69? Yes. No, no. <laughs> 54. Fucking people. Is it a bubble wrap? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. Uh, thank you for joining us for this episode. This was a fun episode to do. Um, make sure you follow us on all social media by following at YPIOW. And make sure you also follow us. Uh, and also make sure you subscribe to us on all podcast platforms by searching Yep, I Like Wrestling. And you can also check us out on the web at YPILW.com. So, on behalf of this episode, my name is Sonny Sofrito, and today I was joined by... 
Beige Benoit, a.k.a. Steph McNasty. And I was also joined today by... Kevin Wood, and you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. What's all the hostility? I don't know, man. You I, I'm will. Still, I'm still tired from Mania. Okay. <laughs> and I was also joined today by... <laughs> the unfriendly Glamazon. But I feel like he's a little unfriendlier than me. Uh, <laughs> so, and I agree with you yeah, on that one. I, I can't do anything about that. I'm friendly oh. today, bro. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Peace out. Have a great weekend. Bye. Fuck Baron Corbin. <laughs> <laughs>